listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. First week in uh, the Battle of Evergreen Park. Yeah, I would say so. It's crazy. Well, the thing is, I wasn't sure how much it would catch on. Me too. I was like, are people really going to care about this? Are they going to pick up on it? <laughs> yeah, they picked up on it. Well, we did We did a thing for Southside Pod on that podcast that's on the broadcast basement on demand radio network and comes out of this basement. It's a different group that sits down here with me, a little bit of a different show, but goes all over to Southside. And we did all the Chicago neighborhoods and suburbs against each yeah. other. And that blew up. So that I was like, heated. Yeah, so I was like, okay, well, we might get something out of doing the Battle of Evergreen Park. And I wasn't, I, you know, I never felt like there was a buzz while we were selecting who was going to be in it. Like, there were people who reached out, but it wasn't like people were, like, fired up about it, right? They probably weren't taking it seriously. No, and then I put out the bracket, and we did the playing games. And on Wednesday night, I'm up at Duffy Park, Playing 16-inch softball. My physical therapist is mad at me. Which you should not be doing. She's very angry with me. She's like, you have a back injury. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 but you know, yeah. I'll take a pill and I'll have a, have a beer and then I'll uh, just play catcher. <laughs> I legged one out for a uh, for a base hit. Uh, it was a, We were having a rally and I was not going to be the guy that screwed up the rally and right. beat one down the third base line and, 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 you know, outran the throw from third over to first. And I, my back was doing okay. I okay. was a little nervous, but I was able to go full speed. Okay. So I'm, I'm out there. I'm doing some stuff. But anyway, afterwards, I'm standing there. I'm talking to some guys, and everybody's talking about this thing. They're like, oh, I can't wait for the – can't wait to find out who's in the Sweet 16 and for the vote, when does the vote start? And people are asking me, like, how did you come up with it? And I'm like, I've been talking about it for a couple of weeks, how we did we this. We just kind of added – we just started pulling businesses, restaurants. We just started – Well, we had a lot suggested. We had suggested. And, and there were some that I thought were obvious. And we did have a final vote to get, like, that we, we got listener ones in that listener plan between Rainbow Cone and Wolves mm-hmm. was very listener pushed. In fact, Wolves was, like, in a final four trying to get in, and it got 60% mm-hmm. over the other three that places that were That doesn't surprise me. The other three combined had 40%. Wolves had 60 Yeah, and that doesn't Wolves surprise me. just completely destroys Rainbow Cone. Yeah. And we're going to get to the official results here. But I know it was super close, at least on the Instagram poll. Wolves was right on Baracos as a 16 seed. Very close to beating them. And that would be a massive upset in the first round. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then, you know, on the Twitter poll, they were actually winning. They were beating Baracos, but there's less votes in that poll. And we have to add up all the votes. So Faith will be on, my social media manager. She's going to be on the show later on, and she's going to give us the official results. So I don't even know them yet. All right. As we're sitting here, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. She's going to come on with the tallies because there was also the ballot that you could access from the website and you could also get from Facebook. And then we're going to have a final eight. And voting for that begins on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, the eight get brought down the four. Mm -hmm. And then Thursday, Friday... The four go down to two. So the next time we all sit down and talk with each other. We will have week, a winner. No, we won't. We'll no? have a championship game ah. set to go. And then we're going to see who wins the championship game. 
This episode and every episode brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on, a community bank, uh, a bank that's there for you to give you $200 uh, if you open up a, a savings account or $300 if you open up a checking account with qualifying activities. Open up both. You're $500 richer and who couldn't use 500 bucks right now just by moving their accounts over to the bank. Uh, there is no ATM fees. If there's an ATM that charges you something, they put the money back in. Uh, there's no overdraft fees. What bank does that? You screw up and they forgive you. It happens. You. Like, Life happens. You know, I mean, it's nuts. Okay, so listen, I want you to stop in and see them. 95th and Pulaski. I was just in there this week with my little guy, Nicholas. He walks in and he walks out with so much candy, that kid. Because <laughs> he walks in, they already have the suckers, right? And he works his way into, can I get a few extra, right? And he's just keeping them all for himself. He's saying, my brother and sister need one. He's never given them to his te- his teenage siblings. He's eight. He's keeping them all. And then he flashes that smile and the girls behind the counter will pull out the big candy. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was getting the That's big candy. That's all he got to do Skittles. Smile. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they're, they're friendly over there. It's not like walking into, like, one of these corporate things. They're friendly over there. He makes out like a bandit every time that we're over there. All right, so joining me on the phone line right now, Mike Brazel's on the line. He is with the uh, Northwest School, the Northwest Boosters Club, and they have an interesting event that's coming up very soon uh, that I believe would benefit the kids. Right, Mike? It benefits the kids. Oh, yeah. Every, every dime that we raise uh, through any promotions or any kind of events that we host uh, always goes 100% right back to the school. We offset costs of parties and or buses for field trips and 100% of everything we raise goes directly back to the school. So what is this pop-up that you're doing? Because I saw this online and I immediately thought, ooh, that sounds cool. It also seems like it's something new that you haven't done before. And it also sounds like something that you're still looking for vendors and for people who may want to participate in it. Something new we're trying and uh, uh, hasn't been done, I don't believe, in um, before. So we're, uh, we're, what we're doing is we're bringing in um, handcrafters, artisans, you know, small businesses and, you know, people that would generally like make baked goods or something. Kind of a kind of a mix of uh, like a farmer's market and a garage sale, so to speak. But People that we're looking for mostly uh, handcrafters, like I said, art, artisans and if small businesses are interested and people to sell baked goods. Uh, we're, we're looking to just raise money, offer um, an opportunity for local crafters or businesses to display their merchandise and hopefully build their businesses in that way. These are the, these are the new things. They're a big thing around the South Side. Uh, I've been to a bunch of them. I know uh, my other podcast, Southside Pod, has traveled. We've actually recorded at some of these artisan markets. Uh, There's a lot of them in breweries now. The Streets Arts Alliance does that. And then we even have an advertiser on the show that I found originally at one of these art festivals that's out of Evergreen Park, which is SidSauce.net, and they do all the hot sauces. So this is becoming more and more a thing where you see these artisan markets, and there's more small businesses that are pop ups that would fit into some kind of an event just like this than I think most people imagine. So I would imagine you're you're excited to be able to get them all together uh, for your cause. Well, I, I think that would be the best thing and um, just to get their exposure out there and also benefit our schools. So we're just, it's like you said, it's, it seems to be the trend and we just said, why not try it and see if it works out for us. Are there any things that like right off the top of your head or any capital improvements or big things that you're fundraising for right now? Or is this just one of your your new things to try to be able to to offset costs for for different events, field trips, things like that? 
Well, in in the process, we we haven't really official. We had one meeting so far through the uh, the booster club. So uh, as far as school improvements and such, uh, we haven't. So uh, that's nothing's on the table as of yet. Uh, we just generally right now we're just looking to raise funds, build the piggy bank, so we can start planning for our future events. We do we host a lot of family friendly events, such as like a father daughter dance mother son uh bowling father father son night uh and a uh mother daughter paint night or such but those are generally ideas and um all the other things plus we offset costs for like the classroom parties such as like valentine's day christmas party and such so it's i mean it's not it's not the greatest uh it's not the biggest piggy bank but we're we're looking to just raise some money so we can push it back into the school and just kind of do that but we're looking for ideas as far as that, that's what generally our meetings are for. We try and come up with some ideas to help the school or, you know, add things to the school. Yeah. You know what? Listen, I think it's great whenever there's one of these groups, these booster clubs, uh, you know, I, I'm in the uh, the MHR uh, dad's club, and I know that a lot of the events we'll do, we'll all laugh, we'll be like, it's for the kids. You know, everybody's, you're having an event, and we know that the money's going to go somewhere, and it's going to help out, and and then later when you see uh, what you were able to do with it, it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's always those those people that get together at this level right here at the starting point and say, okay, we've got to come up with a few ways rather than walking around and knocking on doors to, to raise the funds so that we can support the kids and support the school. And I think it's a, a really good idea. What day is the pop-up scheduled for? Uh, the pop-up is scheduled for October 21st. So there's time for a vendor to get in there then. How, how does a vendor get it, get in there? Well, we have a registration. Um, if any of the vendors of the local or whatnot are are interested, you can email us at epnwboosters at gmail.com. Uh, we are going to, I believe we're starting to register vote, uh, vendors on October 1st. We've already had commitments from about eight to 10 uh, vendors in the area. We've got just, I think, just over 20 spots. We're going to uh, uh, sell 30 spots because our gymnasium is not very big. So uh, that's where we're hosting it. It's going to be at Northwest Elementary Gymnasium. And uh, the vendor fee will be $20 for the, and you'll receive one table and two chairs to set up your, um, your items. We will also have, uh, we're going to have a food truck. We're going to have Nikki V's food truck come out. So there'll be food available for purchase uh, in, our, in our parking lot. I believe they'll be parked out. So there'll be food available. So we're trying to, uh, we're right now in the process of getting something like face painters, uh, balloon sculptors, and such just for fun for the kids. So parents can come around and peruse and see, and all the locals can come around and peruse and see what's available. Right now, the call is for vendors. So if you're a local vendor, if you're somebody who feels like that you can, you would benefit from this, that's not a bad price, 20 bucks a table. Uh, you know, you go out there and you get a an event like that where you're going to make some money, I think the vendors will enjoy that. They they reach out to, to Northwest Boosters. Uh, they reach out to Mike, and uh, you get yourself all set up. You'll be part of the event. Just so you know, it's going to be held at Northwest Elementary, which is 3630 West 92nd Street in Evergreen Park. Uh, the time is going to be from 12 to 4 p.m. on October 21st. All right. Well, when you get closer, you reach back out, you let the EP podcast know, and we'll we'll make sure people know that, again that the event is happening, and uh, let's get you some vendors now uh, to grow this thing as big as we can, okay? I really appreciate it, Chris. Thank you. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. 
These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. We had a disaster uh, this week in the, in the pool. I'm very sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm so upset. My thoughts and prayers are oh with my, you. I'm so upset. You know what I'm like. You know that I, I, I hate technology because when it doesn't work, I don't know what to do with it. And when I spend money or do something big or stick my neck out on something and it doesn't work out right, my blood pressure goes through the roof. And so we bought this pool. I did it against my better judgment. <laughs> Pool is the pool is going to put you into an early grade. I, I, I bought Seriously. this pool. I, I, you know, and the thing is, every I, I, somebody asked me about it like just today, like would you do it again? And I said I think I would because I'm an idiot. But <laughs> the amount of time something's gone wrong with this stupid pool over the last year, and it stressed me out. Like the first time I closed it, stressful. The first time I opened it, stressful. The first, the time, first time, the first time I saw something that looked like a leak, stressful. When I couldn't get the, the the filter running properly, stressful. When I had to get it put back together at the beginning of the year and I couldn't stop the thing from leaking, stressful. Like, I mean, like all these different things. And then I want to say two weeks ago, I was like, man, we haven't had a problem with this thing since I opened it. It's been the greatest summer. I don't know why I was so stressed. I love this thing. I had a friend come over here, sat down here at this bar and said, I can't get my pool to look like yours. Crystal mm-hmm. clear, perfect yep. pool. Can't I can't do it. And I was like, I finally did something right. And I went away for the weekend about a week ago. Not this weekend. It just ended the week beforehand. I was gone for four days. It rained. And yes. something was in the water. And and here's the funny oh, thing. No. Yeah, I know when it, was, it rains, it's going to throw everything off. No, no, no. We got something called uh, white water mold. Ooh. Yes, it's gross. It looks, like, it looks like dirty tissue paper floating in your pool. Oh, gross. But lots of dirty tissue paper floating in your pool. Like somebody took a bunch of tissue paper and shredded it and threw it in your pool. Oh. Oh, it's disgusting. And I I went to the pool store and the guy goes, yeah, after that storm, there's a lot of people in here that have it. And okay. I was like, what? I'm like, what is wrong with the rain clouds in this town? <laughs> you know, the rain clouds crazy, are polluted. weird mold falling from the sky. Like, I never even knew that was possible. And he went through, like, how this works and when your filter wasn't moving the water because you were out of town and maybe your chlorine level was low. Like, he went through the whole thing and I was like, you're That's making a lot my, of science. You're making my head hurt here because it all ends up with the only explanation you can give me is this might have just fallen into your pool during a thunderstorm and that makes me freaked out. Now, maybe that isn't what happened. Maybe I'm talking to the dumbest pool guy in the world, but he seemed pretty convinced of it. Yeah. He's like, a lot of people came in this week. I think it was the storms. I was like, huh? There's mold falling from the skies. If that doesn't keep you awake at night, I don't know what will. I really don't. We're okay? just doomed. So I had to clean out this whole thing with a brush. I had to, we had to pull the ladder out. Remember, that's the thing that hurt my back. Yes. They wouldn't let me touch it. So everybody else in the family good, lifted it out while good. I stood there and watched. They weren't going to let me do it. What do you mean you brushed out, you didn't drain have, it and brush I, no, out No, no, the no. Whole I thing. have a big giant brush and as I brush it across the bottom in the oh. water, okay. Okay, okay. It pulled up all this stuff because it Ew. attaches itself to the liner. Ew. And so I had to loosen it, right? And then I poured so many chemicals in that a small ecological disaster was in my driveway when I was done. I mean, there was a point where I was like, just keep spraying that spot of chemicals over there on the driveway until I tell you to stop to one of the kids. Oh, because God. I was like, that, I mean, cause there's just so many chemicals. I bought $200 in chemicals to save the pool for the summer. Right now, I'm telling you, if you listen to this show 
and you've thought about buying a pool, you probably will never buy a pool after listening to me talk about it's, it. It's, it there's we'll never upkeep, have a sponsor but that it's sells worth pools. It, but it's so worth we're, it. We're never going to have a sponsor that sells pools. I miss pools. my pool. We might get a sponsor. We might get somebody who runs advertisement who cleans pools and maintains them. They like make a lot of money. might do it because that person is going to be like, I fixed Chris Lanuti's pool because he had so many problems. But yeah. we'll never sell a pool on this on this show <laughs> because of how many times I've said I hate them. Moments away from finding out who won in the Sweet 16 and advanced to the Elite Eight in the Battle of Evergreen Park. But first, your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Spoke and Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, located on the northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. Solid food selection, really good wines. You can select your own wines to taste off their big, extensive menu. Or just let the house show you some suggestions. They're always right, it seems. 21 and over establishment. See more at SpokenVineWines.com. First things first, an announcement about this show. The EP Podcast will now be releasing a new episode each and every Tuesday. Why Tuesday and not Monday? Did you know that Tuesday is the most productive day of the week? We've also done a lot of studies and realized based upon listening habits and when information comes out that's brand new from either the village or places around Evergreen Park, waiting until Tuesday makes the show a lot more relevant. And we're going to kind of spread things out a little bit because we're also going to be doing the Football Fridays. They're coming back. So you're going to be getting two episodes a week. Make sure you're subscribed. Every show's on demand. Anywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Meyer of Evergreen Park is helping out the Evergreen Park Village Pantry Coalition. Donation cards purchased at the EP Meyer store, especially between now and September the 9th. Meyer's double matching on those contributions. That effectively triples the contributions made on that day. Help your local food pantry donation cards are available at Village Hall, the Office of Citizen Services, the Evergreen Park Rec Department, and the EP Library. There's also a school supply drive going on right now. It runs through the end of this week, August the 18th. New or like new backpacks, markers, pens, crayons, colored pencils, dry erase markers, so on and so forth. You can drop off those donations at the EP Library at 9400 South Troy, the Youth Department at 3450 West 97th Street, or Village Hall at 9418 South Kedzie Avenue. And now let's get to our guest sitting down here and the results for the Battle of Evergreen Park, brought to you by SidSauce.net, a small business right here in the EP, growing the peppers, making the hot sauces, delivering them to your door. Some of the places in the Battle of Evergreen Park may benefit from getting some Sid Sauce right there inside their restaurant. Every advantage could help you become the champion. I'm just saying, you at home can see more at SidSauce.net. Down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, our social media manager Faith is down here with us. Hi. 
I brought you in here on purpose to read uh, the winners here of the first round, the first real round of the Battle of Evergreen Park. We got the playing games done, and then we had 16 different places going head-to-head, eight total matchups. The winners enter the Elite Eight. Voting will happen this week. Final four voting will happen towards the end of the week. It's moving very quickly, but we're going to have eight losers today, and we're going to have eight winners today, and people voted in so many different places I know it's possible that you might have seen something winning on Twitter that didn't actually win or something winning on Instagram that didn't actually win because we had Instagram polls. There were two different ones, from what I understand. One ran on Thursday, one ran on Friday. Uh, and then you also have the the Facebook poll, where, or actually the, uh, uh, the Google sheet, the ballot that was up on Facebook, and then we had the Twitter poll. So you had to go and you had to do a bunch of math this weekend to figure out the winners. Yeah. Yeah. Not my strong suit, but. <laughs> Come on, you're a Mustang. You went to EPCHS for crying out loud. They're going to be disappointed. That's fine. That's fine. What did you, what did you, what did you excel in at school here in Evergreen Park? Um, Back in the day. Definitely English, although I'm pretty sure I taught my biology class. Yeah? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, I think English was my strong suit academically. All right. So the, here we go. We're going to go matchup by matchup. And we're gonna we're gonna see who advances into the elite eight. Let's start in the uh, in the top the to, the top of the bracket. The number one seed Baracos took on Wolf's Bakery. From what I could see on the Instagram poll, this was neck and neck at least on Thursday. I don't know what happened Friday, but there was a moment where I felt like the 16 seed Wolf's Bakery, who won the listener last thing in, and then won the play in. In, in resounding fashion, just a blowout, to get to the 16th seed, the take on Baracos, I felt like they had a chance. How did it end up? Well, it was pretty close, and I was surprised, but Wolves pulled through by 56%. Whoa, whoa! Yeah. Wolves beat Baracos? I know. I'm sorry, we're going to kick this off with a 16 over 1? Yep. You're joking with me. That's what happened? I know. Baracos goes down right away to Wolf's Bakery. I know. I'm Let's shocked. talk about this for a second. I, and like, I got to hold the presses here. <laughs> so we do this thing and I pick 17 places. And then I say, here are the other ones that listeners have suggested. And I put four of them into a poll and we run that poll. Wolf's beats the other three. They could have combined. Wolf's had 60% of the vote. The other three places didn't even combine. Couldn't beat Wolf's Bakery. Then Wolf's Bakery takes on Rainbow Cone. Yeah. The the one that, I mean, I know they were in Chicago, but we had listeners saying you got to include them because they're on the other side of the street. They're on Western Avenue. A lot of Evergreen Park people go there and they just trounce Rainbow Cone. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, but it's a bakery versus a pizza place. Right. It's Baracos for crying out loud. Right. They're the one seed. Yeah. And Wolf's gets 56% of the overall vote and beats them. Yeah. That's insane. That's already that's already busted everybody's bracket right there. I know. The brackets are busted. I know. How 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 many times did you check your math on that one before you were sure? Um, a few times. <laughs> were a you few ner- times. Were you nervous coming to me with that one? Were you like, oh man? That's, yeah, I was yeah? like, I definitely counted something wrong. Yeah. But um, but no, yeah, I know I was shocked. Wolf's Bakery advances the 16th seed. It's the biggest. It, you know, we led right off with the biggest story. As you can tell, I didn't know the results till Faith told me them. So I don't know who's going to win <laughs> the next thing. All right, so it's the Baracos bracket. Even though Wolf's advances, yeah. so now Wolf's the 16th seed. <laughs> we'll take on the winner of Heart Saloon 
and Durban's of Evergreen Park, two two places that I saw were very active yeah. on social media trying to get the vote. This was probably the most hotly contested in terms of two places trying to get their followers yeah. to vote for them on social media. Yeah. All right. So an eight nine seed look neck and neck. Who wins it? It's even closer. But Durbin's wins by 51%. 51-49, Durbin's of Evergreen Park advances and now hits the run into Wolf's Bakery yeah. in the next round. Yeah. You know they didn't think that was happening. No. No. No, <laughs> no one thought this was happening. Nobody thought this was happening. <laughs> I mean, I kept envisioning Baracos versus Los Angeles at the end. Yeah, like When I was sure. asked that at the beginning of this, I was like, that's probably the one that I think I seeded this very well. Yeah. Wolf's is a bracket buster right yeah. now and Durbin's of Evergreen Park will take them on in the next round. Okay, let's look over at the next bracket. Uh we'll actually move down so the winner of this bracket will end up taking on the uh the winner of the bracket we just described in the final four. We'll look at the Porter Cullen's bracket. They were the 4 seed taking on Wojo's the 13 seed. On social media it looked like Porter Cullen's was running away with it. Did that actually pan out? Yeah, yeah, that was pretty consistent. Yeah. Okay. So they 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 won. Porter Cullen's won by 65%. 65% of the vote. So that would tell me that they got Wojo's came back a little bit on the Facebook one then, right? Because it seems like yeah. when I looked at Instagram, they were up by more. Yeah, the social media, they did not turn out um, for Wojo's on social media. But on the form, they had some supporters. On the form, they had so on, the, on the big ballot, they had some supporters. Yeah. How many, which one was used most by people? So when we did this last time for Southside Pod, it was definitely the form. But I think that's because it just got you know more viral and caught up on Facebook groups and everything like that. I've been shocked, but on this this one for Battle of Evergreen Park, it's been pretty equal between the online ballot and the Instagram um, polls. Okay, so but what that means is it, Facebook seems to pull an older crowd. And an angrier Instagram, one. And an angrier one. And an angrier they, one. They do get angry. <laughs> they, they question yes, everything yes. on Facebook. Instagram, people just go, oh, cool, a poll. They hit a button, they move on. Yeah. Facebook, there's criticism, there's, there, there's, there's second guessing, there's all that stuff. There's passion. There's passion on Facebook is what it is. Yeah. So you, you could see something get swayed when you open up the ballots. All right. So Tavern in the Green and Pappies, same owner. Same family. Same family. On Instagram, Pappies was winning two to one. Yeah. You took the rest of the polls, you added them in. What was the result? I was actually pretty shocked, but Pappies did win by 61% for sure. But I was surprised. I was surprised. I thought it would have been, like you said, on the Instagram. I think it was like 96% Pappies on the Instagram poll. It was going crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But so they won, but 61%. Yeah, that, that that was an interesting one. All right, so Porter Cullens takes on Pappies. And then we'll see who ends up advancing, but both of them are into the Elite Eight. Other side of the bracket in the Battle of Evergreen Park, Faith down here with me, and uh, Open Outcry, the only one still left from outside of the limits of Evergreen Park, but you see them at all the different events. They, as the 15th seed after a play-in game win, taking on the number two Rosangela's. I'd be shocked if Rosie's didn't win. I got a text from John Brand who said, this is impossible. Why did you seed me against them? He probably voted for Rosangelo's too because he's told us on this show he goes there every week with his family and has a pizza. And and so who won that one? Rosangelo's. Rosangelo's won. Open Outcry, Great Brewery. Horse Thief Hollow, who they beat. Remember, that was really close between the two of them. Okay. And uh, we appreciate them both being in there, but Rosie's uh, advances. So now this one's interesting. And I've been asked about this one the most by my wife on the other side of that, that regional bracket. 
the number seven matchup versus the number 10 matchup. The American Legion, you hear their ad at the beginning of the show, Spoken Vine, the brand new establishment, you hear their ad in the middle of the EP podcast. These are two advertisers going at it, the seven and the 10. And I think this all depends on whether or not you've been to Spoken Vine yet or you're regular over at the American Legion where I want to say the Queen of Hearts is almost up to $60,000. So, I mean, like, it depends on your crowd it's two very different places. Yeah. They're both they're both within like three blocks of each other. Yeah. Who wins this one? This one was close. Okay. But Spoken Vine advances. The 10C beat the 7. Yes. How close was this? 56%. 56% to Spoken Vine. Wow. Yeah. The upstart. Yeah. The brand new place finds a win. Now they got to take on Los Angeles in the next oh. round. Yeah, that's a rough one. <laughs> that's a rough one. <laughs> you know. <laughs> People like their wine, but people also like their pizza. That's going to be an interesting one. Here's the thing. Los Angeles does not have a social media following. No. And I saw a big push by Spoken Vine on their social media. Uh They were extremely active. They were. They have a chance if they really work it, I would think. Right? Yes. Like, here's the thing. Like, Los Angeles has a Facebook page. I'll tell you the story. Los Angeles has a Facebook page, and it's just a group. And I joined the group. Oh, okay. And I reached out to the people that were there. And I was like, hey, we're doing a battle of Evergreen Park. And I tried to post the thing for them to be able to vote. And they rejected it off of their group page. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know who's running it over there, but you could lose some votes if you don't get on board with this thing. Spoken Vine's coming for you, and they got a big social media thing going for them. They right. they work social media, those folks. Yeah. They could pull the upset in the next round. They could. The last bracket, Chai Tung takes on the Golden Griddle. My feeling was the breakfast crowd could upset in this one over the famous uh, Evergreen Park Chinese restaurant that's right there in the center of town in 95th. And Kedzie, who was the winner in this one? Chai Tong won. By how much? 57%. So it was close. The three seed only got 57%. Golden Griddle did, a well, did well. Yeah, I for sure. Say. They did very well. Uh, the last one we haven't talked about, Cravings was on this show. The ice cream shop. The only ice cream shop we have, although we can't say the only place for people with a sweet tooth after we saw what Wolf's Bakery did, going up against TT's. So we had Wolf's, a sweet tooth place, a bakery, beat the what I thought was unbeatable Baracos, the one seed, they go down. Does TT's hang on against Cravings? They don't, but by one percent. Wait, who won? Cravings. Cravings one percent. Fifty-one percent. Cravings won. Cravings beats TT's. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's an upset as well. We started with an upset, and we ended with an upset. Yeah. So let's go through this again. We had a sixteen in Wolf's Bakery beat the number one Baracos. Durbin's of Evergreen Park was a nine, actually, beating the eight in the Hearts Saloon. So that is technically an upset. Porter Cullen's a favorite as a four advances over Wojo's. Pappy's, which is a 12, upsets the five in Tavern in the Green. So lots of upsets, actually. Yeah. I'm obviously bad at seeding things. I thought <laughs> I did a good job. Rosangela's the two, wins theirs. That's not an upset. Spoken Vine over the American Legion. The 10 beats the seven. That is an upset. Chai Tung advances. They were the favorite. And then we get the 11 over the 6 in Cravings over TTs with a big upset. Lots of upsets in this thing. I know. It's been it's been unpredictable. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, if I get I'm going to ask you for predictions. Oh gosh. Here we go. Okay. All right, Durbin's of Evergreen Park, the 9 seed versus the 16 Wolf, six seed Wolf's Bakery coming off who seems to be unstoppable. Right. I mean, I I would say Durbin's, but 
the numbers don't don't the numbers don't say favor people them. are all the just numbers picking say wolves. wolves. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's the Porter Cullen's the four will take on the number twelve Pappies. That that's I think an interesting contest right there. That is. Yeah. And I think it's going to go to Pappies. You think Pappies will beat? I will think be, so. Wow. Okay. I think so. All right. Look at it. Faith is picking all uh, all underdogs because she just watched all the underdogs win. Yeah. So she's like underdogs away. Yeah. Like the betting line for Faith is all underdogs. <laughs> Rosangela's and Spoken Vine. It's a social media push. It could be the only reason I would think that a new upstart place could beat an established place like Los Angeles, but I, I don't know if I would count them out. Yeah. But you're, you're I'm going to go Angels. with Rosie. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured I'm you were going doing. With Rosie's. All right. And then Chai Tung, and I thought it was going to be Chai Tung TTs. When I, when I built this bracket, I was like, that, that'll be an interesting matchup, right? So now the ice cream place, Cravings, yeah. going to try to topple another restaurant. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to root for Cravings. You're rooting for Cravings. I'm rooting for Cravings. All right. We're going to see what happens here. Yeah. The Elite Eight kicks off on Tuesday. It'll run Tuesday, Wednesday. Here on the uh, here online, uh, the EP podcast will put out. Faith will have it out again in all these different places. Make sure that you get your voting in. And then we'll have an update just like we did last week. We'll put out something real quick to the listeners who are subscribed. So you'll get the winners. You'll get the breakdown if you're subscribed to this show. And then the final four will be towards the end of the week, and we will have the championship matchup announced on this program in a week. And then uh, and then we'll have to do some voting for that as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Going to be big. Yep. All right, Faith. All right, back back to your social, whatever you do. Go, <laughs> go hit some buttons. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> On it. <laughs> it's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast, Evergreen Park. <laughs>